Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome into Duval Daily presented by GinJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for tuning in here on Thursday, February 8th. We are getting into part two of our Fixing the Jaguars series. You can check out part one yesterday. Free agency, roster cuts, extensions, all that fun stuff. This is how I am fixing the Jaguars. It's not predictive. I'm not trying to get inside the mind of Trent Baalke and Doug Peterson and what all these guys are going to do. It's what I would do if I were running the show in Jacksonville. And so our needs, based on what we put together yesterday, entering this draft, um, it's center, it's interior defensive line, it's CB3, you know, beyond what we did, obviously we brought back Darius Williams, Tyson Campbell's in the fold. We brought in Kenny Moore to, to play slot, but I still think you need somebody beyond that uh, that you can feel really comfortable with to push a Buster Brown or a Gregory Jr. or both. I think you need a young wide receiver still. There's a lot of veterans in the Jaguars wide receiver room. I think you need some young guys to build around. Obviously, you like Parker Washington. Maybe you're excited about Elijah Cooks. I know I like his skill set. But I still think you can add to that group. Uh, so those are the positions that I think are needs. They're also the positions that I believe are extremely deep in this in this 2024 NFL draft class. So that's part of the reason uh, I'm excited to potentially uh, be able to address those here. And before the mock, quickly, I know some people are going to say, well, why didn't you go out and sign T. Higgins instead of bringing in Gabe Davis and bringing back Calvin Ridley? I don't believe T. Higgins is going to hit the market. Or, or Mike Evans, or, or Michael Pittman Jr. I don't believe that those guys become available, honestly. And if they do, yeah, let's have a dialogue. Let's talk about bringing in a potential star outside receiver, sure. And we didn't go get an expensive interior defensive lineman, even though there are plenty of those guys out there, because, A, I think we can address it in the draft. B, maybe even more importantly, I think we can expect a lot more from Devon Hamilton in 2024. That is my opinion. This guy was a wrecking ball in 2022 throughout the 2023 offseason, into training camp, into the preseason. The back injury was out of his control. It was out of the Jaguars' control. If you can get that guy back close to what he was doing prior to that um, health situation with the back, you've got a stalwart on your interior. You've got some guys to build around him, and of course we're going to address it in the draft. Without further ado here, this is my favorite mock draft I've done all year. Again, it is not predictive. It is what I would do if I was running the Jacksonville Jaguars. At 17 overall, center Jackson Powers Johnson out of Oregon. Really, he's an interior offensive line prospect. Uh, He can play center. He can play guard. This is a blue chip player for me. He turned 21 like two weeks ago, right? He is great on tape. He is over 330 pounds. He is a massive center, but he can get out and move. I mean, the way he moves at his size is incredible. He is so physical. He is so smart. He plays with fantastic hands, always resetting, always getting his hands high and tight against his opponent, can get out and hurt people in space. I mean, you do not want to be an opposing linebacker, safety, or corner and him have his target lock on you, right? This is going to be an all-pro candidate, in my opinion, 
at center sooner rather than later, and he can also play guard for you if you need, depending on injuries, different situations that come up, has that guard versatility. Uh, He's going to be a very good run blocker. He's going to be a very good pass protector. Now you've got bullies on the interior. Jackson Powers Johnson and Robert Hunt playing next to each other because we picked up Robert Hunt in free agency. Ezra Cleveland is a very good run blocker as well, who we kept around. I'm so here for that. Like JPJ at center, Robert Hunt, Ezra Cleveland. That's a really good three on the interior to go along with. We kept Cam Robinson and Anton Harrison and Walker Little. So you have a really good three at tackle. You have a really good interior three, and you're going to try to add some depth. You have Cooper Hodges, obviously. Uh, But yeah, I think that this is a really good group here for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, you know, are you sick of Trevor Lawrence getting bullied up, up the middle of the defensive line, up the interior? That's over. Jackson Powers Johnson and Robert Hunter are going to take care of that. That is over. I'm telling you. Um, that ends now with Jackson Powers Johnson coming in here. This is a top 10 prospect on my board. Again, a blue chip center prospect, which is very rare to see. Most centers that are highly graded coming out of college. They're not quite as big as Jackson Powers Johnson. They're not quite as physical. But for me, he has all the physicality and size you could look for and very good athleticism, and he's so smart, so so technically refined. And every time he gets into a compromising situation, his recovery, it's awesome. I think Jackson Powers Johnson is going to end up being one of the best players from this class. He's still incredibly young. All the tape you've seen from him is 20 years or younger. Special young prospect. I'm really excited about him. I would be over the moon if the Jaguars were able to land him in the first round. But I will say, you do have other options. Um, But for me, he is by far the best option at center. If the Jaguars don't go that route, you could be looking at Zach Frazier. You could be looking at Graham Barton maybe a little bit later on. But we lock down the center position. The interior of the offensive line and the offensive line as a whole is now looking a lot better than it did over the last couple years. 48 overall, edge, defensive lineman, Darius Robinson, prototype edge defender, in my opinion, for this Ryan Nielsen defensive front. You think about Calais Campbell, you think about Cameron Jordan, you think about Carl Granderson, these big, monstrous, athletic defensive linemen. He likes to play them out at defensive end on the edge. You get toughness, you get physicality, you get length, strength, good run defender on the edge, great pass rusher from all over. I mean, they put him out at, uh, at edge this year in Missouri, and he he unlocked, like, he, he blossomed. And then you see him moving all along the defensive front, being able to beat interior linemen with quickness, being able to use his length, strength, and pass rush prowess. You know, he has an arsenal, a, a bag of pass rush tricks, right, to, uh, to defeat opponents. And again, the length, athleticism, strength, it all shines – So now you're talking about getting a guy that has really good athletic profile, strength, length to add to that defensive front. I would love that. At 96 overall, we're taking wide receiver Javon Baker out of UCF. This gives you a future starter, a guy who I think could start in year one, but you won't need him to based on what you've done prior to the draft. You have Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Gabe Davis, now Javon Baker, Parker Washington, Elijah Cooks, and Evan Ingram as a pass catcher as well, obviously, at tight end. But now you have a super competitive room, and you're going to have guys competing for their life, competing for their job every single day. 
throughout the entire offseason, throughout training camp. And I think Javon Baker, like I said, you wanted to get younger. You wanted to get somebody who can bring in uh, the ability to go up and get contested catches, but also separate. Javon Baker does both of those things at an extremely high level. He is a quick twitch athlete at six foot one, 208 pounds, who can elevate, go up and get the football, come down with contested catches. Love this guy out of UCF. At 114 overall, cornerback Renardo Green. He is a top 32 prospect in this class for me. I do not know why his name is absent in draft conversations, in draft circles. This is a press man corner who is physical out of Florida State, aggressive when needed, patient as well when needed. He is fast. He has quick feet, fluid hips. He's smart. Sign me all the way up. And he can compete outside or inside. He has the skill set to do both, in my opinion, and really help you. And he might be your second best press man corner the day he walks in the building. And I know from what Ryan Nielsen did in Atlanta, they would like to run some press man here in Jacksonville moving forward. I think that would be a fantastic fit. At 151 overall, interior defensive lineman Dwayne Carter out of Duke. He is strong. He is physical. He is a bully up front. He is over 300 pounds, just over six foot two, but has 33-inch arms. He's got length. He's also compact. He has such a hot motor. He is a bully. He likes to bring it every single play. Compact with good length. Competition now on that defensive front with him, Devon, Roy Robertson-Harris, Tyler Lacey, you've got to get going. You've got to get something out of him. And then you can also kick Darius Robinson inside uh, for some reps against the pass. Try to heat up that quarterback. On the edge, you've got Josh Allen, Trayvon Walker. We signed Josh Uche to be that designated pass rusher. And you have Darius Robinson on the edge as well. That's a lot of fun. And then look, I think Dwayne Carter has the ability to be a starter in this league, three-tech type of player. At 194 overall, offensive tackle Garrett Greenfield, another guy who I think should have day two buzz. Where is it? I'm, I'm really not sure. I think Garrett Greenfield out of South Dakota State has prototypical size, length. He's a very good athlete in terms of his ability to uh, pass set and, and a guy that just knows how to use his hands at an extremely high level, very compa- combative with those hands, gets them high and inside on the chest plate of opposing players, and I think he's going to be able to protect your quarterback should you need him. And I think he's a potential replacement as a swing tackle, maybe even a starter down the road. Uh, love Garrett Greenfield, what he brings to the table. At 210 overall, talked to y'all earlier this week about the Jaguars needing a kicker. Riley Patterson, happy to see him back. Good guy, playoff hero. But Brandon McManus, he is a free agent. And he's probably not a guy you want to pay a lot of money to come in and miss a lot of kicks down the stretch like he did last year. So, We're taking a kicker. We're not taking him too early because you take a kicker early and you put yourself in a bind because this guy has a lot of pressure, uh, but you're taking him late and you're not putting too much pressure on him. You have a competition between kicker Will Reichert out of Alabama and Riley Patterson, who you have here again this year. I think that Will Reichert would have a pretty good chance of winning that one. Let the best man win, but Will Reichert was perfect from 50-plus yards last year, 88% as a field goal kicker. For Alabama in 2023, a guy that I think has a lot of talent. Excellent kickoff man as well. At 233 overall, I mentioned I think that there's some deep positions in the in this class. Running back is one of them. There might not be the top-end talent like a Bijan Robinson, but I think there's guys throughout this class that can come in and make an impact, and there always are. You look, teams get guys late, day three, 
undrafted every single year that can come in and make an impact. For me, one of those guys is Dejan Edwards out of Georgia. I love his game. He is compact. He is quick. He's fast, can run through tackles, has good contact balance. He can run around you. He can make you miss in the hole. Good hands out of the backfield, can pass protect. That's a third down back for me right away, and a guy who can contribute on special teams. So uh, this is a team, now that we've got all these picks in, this is a team that, in my opinion, would compete at a damn high level. You need some more injury luck, obviously, than you had last year if you're trying to like reach the conference title game or even the game in February. But this is a team winning at least one playoff game, in my opinion, as long as they don't get completely ravaged by injuries. Let the chips fall where they may after that, right? Uh, They are way more talented. They are way more physical. They are bigger and stronger and more athletic at a lot of key positions. You've gotten more physical up front with your interior offensive line with Jackson Powers Johnson, Robert Hunt, Ezra Cleveland, when healthy, is a guy that can create space in the running game as well. Those guys are protecting Trevor Lawrence. And you're not losing anything at tackle. Cam Robinson, Anton Harrison, Walker Little, they're all back. Darius Robinson and Dwayne Carter up front for your defense. Those are not going to be absentee dudes like you had in the draft in 2023. They're going to come in and compete at a high level right away. They are pushing dudes like Roy Robertson Harris. Guys like Tyler Lacey. He's going to be fighting for a job, fighting for any playing time that he can get, right? Javon Baker. He might be the third best receiver on the team the day he gets here. He's a big ball winner that can create separation at a high level. Competition at wide receiver. Renardo Green, like I said, he might be the second best corner on the team the day he gets here. You've got a stable of cornerbacks now. You've you've brought in Renardo Green. You've brought back Darius Williams. You've added Nickel Kenny Moore. I like it. I like it a lot. Garrett Greenfield. Walker Little replacement down the road. You know, Walker Little is going into the final year of his rookie deal. If Garrett Greenfield can come in and prove that he can play, maybe you don't have to re-sign Walker Little. Or maybe you pivot down the road. Walker Little's a starter, and Garrett Greenfield's a swing tackle. We'll see how it plays out, but I think having a plan for the future, a potential plan, at tackle is critical. Like I said, Will Record, 5 of 5 from 50-plus yards last year, 88% overall, perfect on extra points. Kickoffs, he was dynamite. You've got four real edge rushers now with Josh Allen, Trayvon Walker, Josh Uche, and Darius Robinson. An offensive line you can feel really good about protecting Trevor and creating more space. From left to right, you've got Cam Robinson, you've got Ezra Cleveland, Jackson Powers Johnson, Robert Hunt, Anton Harrison. Your backups, Cooper Hodges, Luke Fortner, fighting for jobs over there, right? So I think that that's a really exciting group. Foye, he is back to lead your linebackers. You've got a bunch of guys in that stable. I think Andre Sisco and Antonio Johnson could be electric pairing at safety. You know, with Antonio Johnson's ability to fire downhill, force fumbles, Andre Sisco's ability to be a ball hawk, both guys can hit, both guys can run. We've given you guys now to get the job done. Ryan Nielsen, go get it done on the defensive side of the ball. Make sure these players know where they're supposed to be when they're supposed to be there and that they bring the the load, that they tackle, right? Tackling has been an issue in Jacksonville. Doug Peterson, Press Taylor, it's time. Like It is built, as Gus Bradley would say. You need to use these rookies more than you have in, in the past couple years. You need to be using more bunch formations to attack space. Look at the best offenses in the league. More pre-snap movement, more running the ball behind these new interior guys. You got more play action, less 
wide receiver screens, more verticality, more deception. Get it going. Get Travis Etienne going in space. Haven't mentioned him at all. This is a guy that needs to be in space a lot more than he was for the Jaguars in 2023. You give Trevor Lawrence this offense, this football team around him, he's going to make it happen. Let's roll. Fired up about it. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Y'all have a good one. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.